0: You're listening to a Lifestyle Podcast with Lavoni and Sarah. Our goals, to inspire good health and well-being, empowerment, beauty and joy. Offering support and friendship as we share our journeys in the hopes it helps you. Hello my friends and thanks for tuning in to What Was Once The Waiting Room Podcast. I'm Lavoni and together with my co-host Sarah, we want to let you know our podcast has changed its name from The Waiting Room Podcast Simply Lavoni and Sarah. Now along with the name change, we're doing some rebranding and developing a website. All very exciting and we'd love you to come along on this adventure with us. So often you hear people talk of bad food and good food. When we eat the foods perceived as bad, especially when trying to lose weight and be healthier, we feel guilty. In today's episode, Sarah and I are talking about guilt. Hi everyone, and welcome to episode 10 of the Waiting Room Podcast, Guilt Trip. When it comes to food, this guilt can perpetuate itself, often leading to a binge. But guilt shows itself in many areas of our life, warranted or not. But before we dive into this episode, let's chat about what our last goals were and how we did. Sarah, remind me of your last goal and how did you do with it?
1: Uh, My last goal came off the back of having not a very positive week um, when we were last speaking and the goal was to reset, refocus and sort of retune back into my routine and my habits. Um, I haven't done very well at all. I feel like I need to be really honest. I'm really struggling at the moment but I have spent a little bit of time trying to sort of focus in about my week and think about it a bit more. I've got some positives and some less positives but Positive one thing is I've joined my local gym, which has been really great. I've really enjoyed going, um going to somewhere else other than home to go and do the exercise and feel really good when I come out. So that's a real positive. Um I've also been continuing doing some decluttering, not to the extent that you have, but um sort of getting rid of some things, and that's been feeling really, really good. So I have had some positive things. The less positive as I haven't really been doing planning and a routine. Um, I've just let my busyness take me over and the result of that is um, I've been eating really sugary foods, I've not been drinking enough water and I felt pretty rough really because of it. Um, Last night I worked really really late and felt really quite unwell so I had a good sort of chat with myself and just sort of said you know I'm gonna have to draw a line in the sand, You, you feel like this because of what you're eating and what you're doing or not doing. So. I'm the only one responsible. So yeah, that's a that's a summary, I think, of where I'm at. But
0: well focus on the positives though. Positive. I mean, yeah, that's I awesome. You joined stuff. the gym. That's so good. So, you know, focus on that. And the fact that, you know, you and I have spoken about this before, that you know that you can just turn it around within twenty four hours. Exactly. Your this body responds to I've, it.
1: Exactly. It's yeah. not a, or well, that's it, I've you know, I've I've broken it now. Right. But it's just a case of I found it really hard, really, really hard and I've just um just just not done it. Right. You know, there's there's no there's no other reason. Yes, I'm busy, but actually I could still have done it in that time and I just haven't. So it's it's just become one of those snowball sort of situations. But um
0: But you're aware of it and now, you know, you're just gonna not wait, you're just gonna do it from like right now and Yeah,
1: each of each of those decisions things. has to be an instant decision to say yeah. rather than a putting it off decision. Anyway, yeah. so that's where I'm at. I've been completely honest about that. <laughs> right.
0: Good for you. Well, I uh, my goal was to continue with my purge, my February purge. Yep. And um, also to write a list of things that I have been carrying with me for five decades, really, to yeah. be honest. Um, it was amazing, the, sh- the, the, the shit that you just – bottle up inside yeah um and so I sat and I I wrote uh I wrote it all down and then I didn't read back over it and then I took it outside and I burnt it and then I did a little video well I thought I was doing a video of me lighting it and burning it but um I wasn't recording because I'm so crap at that I think it's recording it's not but anyway I recorded the tail end and I sent it to Sarah and it, it had burnt down by that stage. But Sarah's, she texts me back and she's like, oh, geez, that was a lot or something like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, <was> like, <laughs> I said, well, it was five
0: decades worth of stuff, right?
1: <laughs> but you know yeah, we shared that little video on our Instagram. So that was, yeah, it's on our uh, Instagram stories. But I just felt, and the sun was out. It was a bit later in
0: the afternoon, so there was a chill in the air. But I just, I felt lighter. In doing it. It was so therapeutic. And that combined with my big purge that I did in February. For uh-huh. anybody that hasn't been following along, I have wrote all the numbers down from 1 to 28, put them in a jar, and each day i draw out a number. And that was how many things I had to purge. I don't know. For the first... Two weeks, I swear, I just got all big numbers. Twenties, <laughs> yes. And then, um, and then, of course, I was doing you know a photo shoot, and that was uh-huh. hard because yeah. in doing it, what I would do is I'd go in and you know clean cupboards out and things like that. And you know, you get part way through, and you think, oh well, okay, you know, if I only had twenty things today, that's already twenty purge. But then you just keep going and cleaning out yeah. whatever it is that you're into. But when I was on the shoot, I my days are very long and you're exhausted um I didn't have as much time so you know what I did oh they mounted up so what you know there would be days where I was doing oh, like no. 57 things <laughs> yeah and my husband's like well just leave it don't worry about it. I'm like no I no. have to do it and so um and so I did it I, I did it and eventually I think it it winds up to about 400 things and I'm sure in that that I did get rid of more than that but um you know there was sometimes like I said if I was doing one thing like going through my magazines or cookbooks or whatever and I'd reached my day's number I just kept going because I was already doing that Uh um and I don't know just that in itself too makes me feel lighter and and you know like you were saying I've been going and Opening um, cupboards or you know drawers yeah, or whatever, and just looking inside, just <laughs> thinking, "Oh, this looks so good." But in doing it, I feel like it just released me from so much stuff. Between that and the writing, um, yeah, you know, things down. Because what I, I'm mean, the reason why I did it was just to to not write it down, but to write it down and move on from it.
1: Yeah, leave and, it behind. And
0: yes, and it, and you know, if I find my mind. Going back to it, then I'm just like, no. And you know it's what's gone. interesting? Granted, it has only been a couple of days since I did that. That was the last thing in the month that I did. Um, and that didn't count to my 400 things. But I haven't even thought about them. Isn't that weird? Right. Yeah. But um, since we've started doing the podcast, I've lost eighteen pounds. So wow, I can't see it awesome. on me. But um,
1: well, it's that's but, you a you know different.
0: But yeah, so um, I've started, which I don't know how many kilos that is, about nine, ten, something like that. I don't know. Um, anyway, so yeah, so I'm pretty happy with that. And that was, you know, um, when I go to these shoots, it's about an hour away from my house, and. I have to leave here anywhere between sort of 7.30 to 8 o'clock in the morning. Not that Mm -hmm. late, usually around 7.30 because I don't know about the traffic. And so I was just going and grabbing what I could, um, you know, go on the bike, go on the treadmill. So it was basically my routine that I like to do pared down. You know, instead of doing five miles on the bike, I do like three or two and a half or whatever. Instead of walking a mile, I do half a mile. So it was just that pared down. But Mm -hmm. at least I was still, you you know, I was doing it, yeah. And then um, the publishers where I was uh, doing the food styling, they always buy us lunch and then I was just trying to make good choices because you're going to have whatever you want. Uh Um, So I was just getting, you know, salads and just fairly sort of, you know, sort of wholesome type things.
1: Yeah, clean. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then I wasn't snacking because they buy snacks um, there was some chocolates and after I had lunch if I felt like something sweet, I just have one or two little chocolates and then you uh-huh. know didn't feel bad about it. Um, and so yeah, so' I'm, I'm brilliant. I haven't been perfect. there are changes that I would you know well, like to make, yeah.
1: but that's the whole point we don't have to be perfect. you've made you've made progress right we
0: right. Do. yeah, however small. So yeah, so today we're talking about guilt and I know a lot of us carry around guilt. Um, it's not good for your self esteem. Um, relationships can lead to depression. I think it can have all sorts of fallout in your life. Mm. And I know there's a lot of guilt surrounding food because I don't know about you, but my mum used to say things like, if you clean your plate, then you can have, you know, like a yeah, dessert or in your case, a pudding think, or something yeah. like that, which for me wasn't anything huge because I was never allowed to, you know, eat like crap food. But I, yeah. but I know and I'm not, you know, shaming anyone or judging anyone. But, you know, I know that there's people that say, well, you know, if you're good, you can have an ice cream or if you're good, you can have McDonald's. And and there's a lot of, of that surrounding food, you know, and the fact yeah. that you can't eat that, it's bad, or you should eat that, it's good. And and so there's, you know, that just creates guilt. If you have a piece it of does. cake, you think that's bad. Do you food. know what? I-
1: I looked up the uh, the definition of guilt. Okay. Okay, so so we obviously all have our own understanding and our own feeling around the emotion of it. But So the definition of guilt was the fact of having committed a specific or implied offence or crime. That's really quite a strong statement right. when you're talking particularly around food. I mean, uh-huh. how can eating a certain type of food actually be a crime or an offence? I mean, it just can't be. Obviously, there's the... The implications of what you're going to be doing towards your health or if you're trying to stick to a goal of, of losing weight then the impact on that but it's it's really odd how we've you know created this guilt around certain f- foods which is such a strong word when you know we right. actually look at the intent of it yes um so i found that really interesting but it's and i then you know knowing we were going to be talking about this today i put some thought into what I feel guilty about and how I then approach food. And it's, it's a bit different for me because I don't have, I don't know about you, but I don't have guilt around a certain food or type of food. But what I do have is the guilt when I don't stick to my plan or if I binge eat, then that's when I start to feel guilty. And it's not because I've eaten ice cream or I've eaten chocolate. I don't have any guilt about those types of food, but it's because I've, I've sort of let myself down. That's the guilt that I feel. So the, you know, the fact that I feel like I'm hurting myself or I'm not moving towards my goal or my intention or um just completely sort of broken what I wanted to do. So I feel disappointed, I feel ashamed, I feel guilty. So that's my guilt personally, rather than it being around eating a cookie or something. It's not right. the cookie that I feel. do you know what I mean? Right. I don't associate it with a type of food. I associate it with the way that I'm eating those foods. Right. Like so maybe binging
0: or <laughs> something like that. Do you
1: feel guilty about eating? Oh, I feel if- guilty. Yes, I'm trying
0: not to. I'm trying right. just to because then it's it's like being told that you can't have something and then you want it. You know, yeah. boy that we liked when we were younger. You know, he wasn't interested. Made you like him even more. And um, you know, don't touch that. It's hot. So what do you got to do? You got to touch it. I touch think it. the same sort of thing applies to. Oh, that food's off limit be- because it's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore you want it more and so, you know, oh, you can't eat, you know, cookies, biscuits because they're bad and then you have one, then you feel guilty and then you just keep going because you think, fuck it, I've already done that. Yeah. So, you know, off I go. Um, may as well be slaughtered for, what is it, <laughs> what's that saying? Slaughtered for one lamb as as two or something. I oh, don't know. I don't. No, I haven't heard Yeah, it that it's well. some funny saying that I heard once. Um, and then, so then, yeah, it just perpetuates itself, but taking that, I mean, it's a learned thing because it's something that we've learned. It's certainly something that, you know, how I was raised is Uh with the good and the bad, you know, the, the naughty and the nice type thing, you know, have a piece of cake. Oh, it's a bit naughty, but rather than I'll just have a small piece and I'm really going to enjoy it and I'm not going to feel bad about it you know, that that's try to get more into that mentality, not saying eat cake every day and don't, don't, no. but I'm just, as a, you know, as a, if it's somebody's birthday or, you know, you've got somebody over for afternoon tea or whatever, it's okay to, to indulge. I don't, I don't know, you know, yeah. what the, the best word would be, but, but accept it as not a bad thing and just, you know, move on rather than thinking i'll eat the whole cake now
1: yeah i must have that in me because i don't have that it's exactly as you just described if it's someone's birthday or any reason to have cake then i don't have any i'm like yeah crack on i really don't have any guilt (laughs) the guilt is when i can't because i don't have this at the moment particularly this kind of um self-control about not eating the whole flipping thing because i'm so addicted to like that sugary Thing at the moment I could feel it vibrating through my body. I swear to you the <laughs> other day I, started, I was like all morning I was like right don't eat anything crappy you know just eat really clean which I did and by about two o'clock I was ready to stab someone I was like I've gotta have something it like was something sugary through me.
0: yeah, oh really yeah. and so
1: in the end I did just go and get some thinking this is just not just not shifting um which in theory then should have then solved the situation. But of course once you've had one bit, then you've sort of kick started it. Right. Oh now I've got to have more and it's I'm just gonna to have to go cold turkey, I think, trying to break it for a little bit. But yeah, I have I I have that ability to not feel guilty about the food. It's it's the amount you of it. You scare me, Sarah. <laughs> 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 if anyone had a chocolate bar.
0: See, <laughs> so I feel guilty about everything. If I buy myself something I feel guilty. Or, um, yeah, and I don't know if that stems from, like, a childhood thing. I think, I, I don't know, I think maybe it does. I used to feel maybe. guilty that Dad left us. I mean, I was just, you know, six or seven. Maybe it stemmed from that. Maybe. But, um, And then. Like a blame culture sort like of thing. Like a blame thing. And then when he came back into my life when I was about 15 and just turned it upside down. Then I would feel guilty if I, you know, didn't see him when he wanted to see me. Yeah, that or if I, um, I, I don't know, if I, you know, told him what I think because he would just sort of float in and out and of mine and my sister's life, and and I think that sort of sent its tentacles all through everything in my life. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, looking you know back now, I mean, I always have had the mindset like be responsible for your actions and but I think and so I've always thought that never to blame anybody else for for you know that the fact that I've put on weight or whatever but um I think that 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 my whole dad thing really did a lot in my life that I I hadn't realized I you know and in saying that that was part of my letting go thing that I did with Uh burning the piece of paper um but I don't know. I I, I think to from my mum, I learnt to be to be guilty as as well. I think uh, not intentionally. She wouldn't have no. done that, but a certainly surrounding food. I think definitely with that. But I think I've just yeah I've just gone through life feeling guilty about everything. Really guilty what, so about moving you away.
1: Go- you know, moving
0: oh, away from
1: something. You, you feel oh, guilty I feel about, guilty about and it. And you-
0: yeah, yeah. Because mum would, and, you know, I'm not blaming my mum for this, but I remember once mum saying to me when I was going to buy something, oh, you can't afford that. She'd have no idea, you know. This right. is years ago. She'd have no idea. But but there was a very good friend that was sitting there at the time, Aunty Joyce, um, I always called her. And she said to mum, don't ever say that to her because when you say that to someone, it keeps them in that position. That's uh-huh. a terrible thing to say. And so, I don't know, I'm you know, Mum used to buy stuff and hide it from from John from our father, yeah. you know, so you you know I see that I don't do that with my husband because he's you know fine, mm-hmm. um, and we've been fixing the house up, and I've been you know buying things here and there, um but yeah, I felt just that whole sense of guilt, but yeah, like I said, I felt guilty for every time I left home and and came back to whether it was, you know, initially it was Canada where I lived and, and then the US, oh, I'd feel guilty. Feel guilty at leaving my parents behind and then, you know, and yeah. then as they got older my sister had to deal with with you know, with aging parents and, and I yeah. went home when when it was absolutely necessary, you know, moving them and all the rest of it. Yeah. And,
1: but it um, the data but Debbie
0: had to deal yeah. with a lot. With everything really. And so then I felt guilty about that. I think God, you know, when I sat down, you know, when we decided that we were going to you know talk about guilt today, and I sat down and thought, I'm like jeez, I've felt like guilty for breathing almost, not that to jeez, that extreme, yeah. but just carrying so much of it around I with think, me.
1: Like for me, some things are a bit different. So I've often thought about this actually, because I've been divorced for a really long time. Um I've often thought to myself one of the benefits of this situation is I can do exactly what I want when I want <laughs> so right. things like making decisions about you know the house making decisions about buying something a holiday um so I've, I've had very little guilt around any of those things because I've literally had myself to please and that you know that's been it um but what I do have is mum guilt I have a lot of mum guilt um, which I think is quite a common a thing do you think thing. Yeah. yeah I think so and particularly working if you've you know for me working mum working parent is then that juggle of time and where you can be and where you can't be um I've layered that up with then him having to be in a situation where he's got divorced parents so two homes two houses that he needs to move his time between um so there's a lot of guilt that surrounds all of that because if I then decided to do something for myself with my friends or something um I'd feel terrible about it if he was then meant he had to go and stay with you know family or his dad or something I still went don't get me wrong obviously wasn't that guilty was I (laughs) I anyway (laughs) (laughs) But I did, you had I, to have a life right can't oh, just yeah, be a mum, right. yeah and I did I have done some really lovely things and um enjoyed myself but yeah I think parental guilt mum guilt is is strong so I've definitely had that for the last well nearly can you believe 18 years can't Gosh. quite believe it um but yeah well you know the other sort of guilts the things making choices like you just described of buying things or decisions around the home I've been very lucky because it's the benefit of being on your own it's not all it's cracked up to be sometimes but that's a good thing you know right, to make right. those decisions but um yeah i'm trying to think if there's anything else that i feel guilty about not really actually oh, good for you well I, you've got it all
0: I, yeah right so you know now I, i'm you know doing this and doing this episode and, and learning about guilt and how it can weigh and bog you down which i've always known but still yeah i would um It's to recognize it and is it something that I can fix? Like is it my Mm -hmm. guilt for starters or am I taking on somebody else's because that also happens? Um, Is it warranted? It's not like, you know, I'm having an affair with somebody else, married, but you know what I mean? Like I'm not, like it's not even warranted. None of it is warranted. So I have to recognize um, it. Oh, I'm having a deja um, vu
1: are you oh. yes uh, I, do you think it's got um, a foundation in, in anxiety and i know oh, we have talked about anxiety definitely before because it's almost like a worry that you've done something wrong is something going to go wrong that's the sort of guilt thing you know particularly bringing something into home that you've bought. loads of people do this i know right. that, you know buy buy a new pair of shoes and then hide them at the back of the cupboard and say you've had them for ages and all that sort of thing you know is it a fear a fear that it's going to cause an argument is it a fear that you know it's that you're going to then be struggling for money for the rest of the month. It's Perhaps, really yeah. More about that,
0: yeah. Which is which? You know, we're not so, and it's not no. like I'm making you know major purchases and being like my mother-in-law who had to buy a shed to put all the shit she was buying from the TV <laughs> in that it wasn't even nice stuff. You know, this is it. it could be anything. It could be a coat, or because granted, I do have quite a few coats, but. um <laughs> I don't know, just the whole spending money. And I think that's because I learnt that if you spend money, that's not a good thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, we save money too. So I I don't know. I don't know. But I'm really going to to either just not spend money. <laughs> I mean, we all have to spend money on stuff, right? On We all have to spend money on something, I mean, like bills they're always
1: paid. So that's the thing. It's not like I should feel guilty because the bills are always paid. The thing is, I've been through periods of time, particularly in lockdown, when I, we everyone had to be really super careful about, you know, outgoings and spending right, and all right. that sort of stuff. Um, I cut everything out that was not a necessity. Um, and then that kind of just carried on without me realising it for quite some time. And then I realized i was actually bloody miserable because i wasn't <laughs> doing anything i wasn't buying anything right I mean, you just think there's something to be said of buying something fresh and new isn't there it makes you feel a bit i don't mean every day but right. it makes you feel a bit lifted it makes it brings something to, to your day into your life doesn't it so right. i think there's a balance between that um
0: but things but, that you yeah think and, and purging has taught me this like only get what you absolutely love Like not a, you know, you see something, and I know everybody's guilty of this. They see something um, on, you know, Instagram or Facebook or whatever and think, oh, she's using it. That looks great. Like lipstick, for example. That looks great. Oh, yeah, I'll need that. You know, but she's like light-skinned, blonde hair, and then I think, oh, yeah. And so I buy it, and I'm just using this as an example. Put it on, and I'm like olive skin dark hair and I'm thinking (laughs) God, it it looks like I've got no lips you know it doesn't work but I think you know there's so much we're inundated with so many visions and so many things online of like must take this is good for your health blah, blah blah and that we all fall into that marketing trap buy stuff and then think oh I mean every now and then you buy stuff and you think this is awesome but I think, you know, a lot of time we buy things that we really don't need. It's also
1: like clothes, isn't it? So you see them on the screen on the models and you think, oh, they look fabulous and right. then they turn up and you put them on and you look like right. a sausage in a skin. Because are like, they're on like,
0: it's five like... Foot eleven, and, you know, a size <laughs> 6. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, that wasn't how I
1: envisaged this was going to go. Right. <laughs> and, well, that. you
0: know, and purging has, has um, really taught me a lot in the fact that because I am trying to simplify things. And, yep. you know, I said to my husband yesterday, well, I've, you know, because we've been changing the house around and just, you know, small things and getting it to how, so I've, I've got rid of all the spontaneous, you know, I'll just, yeah. I'll grab that, I'll grab this. And just having things that I absolutely love that just work with the look of the house they make yep. me feel, you know, like serene. Like when you walk into our place, it's it's very monochromatic. But yep. for me, I don't care because it makes me feel calm and serene. So if I do buy something, um, it has to be something that I absolutely love. Perfect. And do I, you know, there's the need thing. The need and the want aren't usually the same. But um, And to not feel guilty about it because I think that guilt you know, it shackles us. Well, for me it does. I know for me it's really sort of held me back without even realising it, how much it does until I started working on all the shit that I'm guilty, that I feel guilty for, for
1: but no reason. The nub of of that means that there's always been a reason that something has happened that you then are then feeling guilty about the consequence of. So, you know, if... um, if you've eaten a food like you've just described there's no need to feel guilty because there is no good food and bad food right but the nub of it is is because you're feeling like you want to move to a goal of losing weight or getting healthier so if you feel that if you eat that food it's going to destroy your goal so that's where the guilt comes from right because you've been told it's bad um i'm trying to think of other things you know in relationships if people have had an affair clearly that's going to hurt someone's feelings but why have they done that to start with? Right, Why have right. they had the affair? So there's a there's a it's kind of a root cause every time, isn't it? That's yeah. the interesting part. The the guilt is just the result of something, I think, right. rather than actually pairing it back and with you, with your dad, you know. The, the root cause of that is the fact that he he hurt your feelings badly. And so then if you unpeel all of that, that's you just as a little girl trying to process it, has then turned out as a result of guilt. But actually if you peel it back to the the cause of it is something completely different.
0: Right. And it was, it was absolutely had nothing to do with me. I mean, in yeah. part, I guess it did because he didn't want to be responsible for two children, but that was not my fault,
1: you no. know?
0: And, um, and to understand that, because I think over time guilt becomes like, like someone that smokes, it becomes like a comfy cardigan that you put on. It's, it's mm-hmm. kind of like, for me, I think it's like my buffer, you know, and it and it shows itself in excess weight because it wasn't yeah. until I moved away too that I really, that I started putting on weight as well because I, I felt such guilt for leaving, you know, my right. family. Um, and that never went away. Even now I still feel some of it, but I learned to deal with it a bit better. But for the first mm-hmm. 15 years, I guess... Oh, wow. it was bad. Yeah, it was bad. Or even more than that because, you know, then, like I said, my sister had to then deal with, you know, my parents. And then, you know, she was by their bedside, you know, saw them you know, when they died and all of that sort of stuff. And I was absent from that. But yeah. I think with, with that gone, too, that makes a big difference. I mean, I'm, I'm devastated by their loss, as you know, but I think – that guilt's gone, not uh-huh. gone, gone because it's still there that she's still dealing with stuff, but yeah. not to the extent Not either. in the same way. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, doing this, I'm going to be doing this podcast, I'm certainly going to be mindful for it and try and, you know, break the, the cycle because I think it is a cycle. I think there's probably a, a lot of women especially that feel – guilt you know when you were talking about being a mum and just a disclaimer here Sarah is like an amazing mum um <laughs> Thank you. well you, you know just the things that you say that you you know did I mean I thought yeah, my mum was a good mum she never did half that stuff um but I think women carry a lot of guilt that they're you know they need to be a you know maybe a better wife or a better mum as you said and just you know, or mm. better at work and and or that they feel guilty that they're working and they're, you know, kids in daycare or whatever. And I think, yeah, women carry a lot of guilt around with them. And I think... Yeah, that... I mean,
1: I can certainly remember that feeling. So I went back to work um, when my son was one years old. Um, and I went back to work four days a week. Um, and those first few days of, of trying to, you know, hand him over at, at the nursery and, and go off to it is just the worst feeling Oh, and even even when um, I was then divorced and he still saw his dad a couple of times a week and trying to hand this he was only tiny he was three you know and he was clinging on to me and crying and I'm trying to peel him off and like go no go with daddy knowing full well that he'd be fine right obviously I just felt it was really important that he did still do that it Mm. would have been really easy to say oh let's just leave it for today he can stay right stay home with me but just kept that going kept that going but that feeling inside just it just eats you up because I just felt so guilty because I thought the only reason he's having to do this is because I or me and his father had made the decision that we didn't want to be married anymore so the consequence of Henry having to be peeled off me you know is right. because of the fact that I've decided I don't want to be married to his dad right, anymore right. Or we decided you know between us we don't want to be married so that's you know a huge amount of guilt and probably that's carried all the way through so some of the things that I over deliver on is right. yeah, compensation yeah. for the fact that you know that happened which is ridiculous particularly 15 years on you just right. think come on you know when so yeah it, it manifests itself in lots of different ways doesn't it it does it, um...
0: and plus I think too um it comes as I don't know like being critical of ourselves not forgiving Mm. ourselves for things as well. I don't know. Do you think? I feel guilty when I bite my bloody fingernails. Granted, I am trying to grow them and I do grow them and then I bite them and then I just, like, it eats away at me. And I think, like you said, it's it's like a catch to me too. It's an anxiety thing. I bite them because I am anxious and then I feel guilty. So it exacerbates itself. Not comparing getting
1: divorced with biting my fingernails, but, (laughs) you know. (laughs) as easy as um but but then what do you so that's a good thing then a good question so what do you actually feel guilty about when you're biting your nails it's not the physical biting of your nail is it it's the result of letting yourself down that's what i was saying right, earlier. It's right. you've let yourself down you're right. disappointed with yourself you're like oh, i promised myself that, that i wasn't wouldn't I do, do, do it that. and here i, promised I am I myself that i was going to grow my nails or i promised myself that i was going to get healthy and lose weight but yet here i am right shoving in my tenth chocolate chip cookie of the <laughs> afternoon and I don't give a shit and it's going to go in anyway and then you finish the packet and then you screw the packet up and get rid of it because you can't look at the packet because of the guilt is just there going look what you've done right it's right. Got nothing to do with that biscuit the biscuit I didn't give I didn't that give was the innocent the body that was <laughs> yeah, exactly but and then you sit there with that overwhelming wash of guilt that comes over you just thinking but then you bite your nails <laughs> you know what a crap human being i am because i can't right have God, it's willpower. so bad to i haven't even got enough willpower to, to not, not do eat that a right not bite your nails or whatever right and that that's when you give yourself such a hard time and the guilt that you put on yourself no one else is putting that on the other no. They're all gonna, I mean they might they might sit and they go how many rappers have you got there <laughs> <laughs> you go well or you just well, or they'd you say know. to
0: you, you know what put it behind you and move on
1: they might yeah. uh, that's the other thing maybe maybe we're um, assuming what other people think
0: maybe I don't know assume
1: what other people are going to be thinking of us maybe maybe ashamed of your bit in- would, you,
0: would you sit there and do that in front of people no see yeah it's like the secret no. eating and then feel it guilty about that. But I think if you can let go of guilt, granted, you know, I think anybody that ate a whole packet of biscuits would probably feel some remorse. I don't know.
1: It's just so easy though, isn't it, Lifoni? I mean, it's if only it was harder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's why I don't have them in the house. Because of yeah, that, the thing is,
1: you could go and buy them. That's the really awkward oh, thing. Oh right, I've got to travel.
0: i got to travel thirty minutes, silly to go and do that. <laughs> or I could just whip up a batch. See, well,
1: oh, that's right. the thing, right? Yeah, I just bought it out of a packet. <laughs> right, no, but I am saying, it, you know, I've got
0: to shop, go know, out and get them. Had. But I could just, I mean, you could whip them up too. But um, I think that okay, yeah, let's try not to do that, but. I think that the, the process of feeling guilty. Um, I mean, don't you think it's toxic? It is. It's toxic. It, is. it holds you but back from stuff. Does not
1: serve any purpose? Wow, does it serve a purpose? I mean, I I mean guess it does in the long if you've run. been
0: horrible to somebody. I think that if you've had a fight with like a good friend and you've been you know bitched to them or whatever, or to your husband or whatever, and you and you feel guilty about that, then address it, apologize, and then move mm. on, and hopefully they'll do the same. You know, recognize it, apologize, move on. But but from carrying stuff around, like whether it's eating or chewing your nails or maybe not working out, I mean, even yeah. if you if you recognize, well, I feel guilty when I don't work out, I don't know, therein lies a solution, then work out, yeah,
1: right? I mean, maybe we should use that emotion of or that feeling of guilt as a lesson, right? Yeah, so every time we feel that, that's a little twang of a reminder like why am i feeling this use the lesson to do the other th- yeah, exactly, right. yeah to do the opposite of what you're feeling guilty exactly about. so it's normally the exact opposite as well isn't it it's not yes. like it's a sort of a, a slight tweak no. It's normally the exact opposite of what you're feeling guilty yeah. about. yeah
0: so if you feel guilty for for not working out then work out because that's yeah. doing something positive for yourself if you're eating shit food and you feel guilty about it
1: Go and eat some healthy food.
0: Go, yeah, just don't eat the shit food, or don't consider it's like that, and just think I can still have a little of this, a little of that, a little of this, and a lot of the good stuff, and just yeah. and and then I think it's about balance, really. Yeah. But it's it's about recognizing it and recognizing what it um does to you. And also knowing that um, you're not responsible for anybody else's guilt no. as well. Like I used to be with my father because he used yeah, to feel I mean, remorse and Yeah, that's never going to serve guilt. you
1: anything, is no.
0: it? It's never going to serves help. us absolutely nothing. And also, you know, like trying to win the approval of people and, I, well, I don't know. I, I sometimes feel guilty because I have, like, no filter, um, not much <laughs> of a one anyway. And I try not to be rude, but... Like I think something and it often pops out my mouth and I don't realize it has until everybody's laughing, (laughs) which is probably a good thing because I probably said what everybody else is thinking. And then afterwards I think, oh, you know, I need to like curb that. But I think that's just part of who I am and and often I'm told it's refreshing that, you know, and I won't be unkind to – definitely wouldn't be unkind to anybody or mean but no. I just don't have much of a filter and I have felt guilty for that but and I've tried to change it to no avail really <laughs> so I need to just accept that's how I am and move on and you know the people in my life that love me like my friends yeah. that, that you know love me love, they also love me for that so exactly that's one of that is who you are I think people need to you know think of that too like not beat themselves up for everything. Because that's really what guilt is, isn't it? Yeah, you know, true. Beating yourself up. Anyway. So I don't know, guilt. Guilt trip.
1: It's bad. And let's try well, does, and work on it. I think I think we said it doesn't serve anything, but actually so it does serve. That's what we just said. It can get we can use it. We can use it, yeah, as the lessons and the awareness. But once you've used that lesson, then leave it behind because keep right. carrying it all the time. It's just it's just carrying that it's like that thing, isn't it, where they say you hold a glass of water for five minutes it doesn't doesn't bother you at all if you keep holding the glass for a day later it's going to feel like an absolute ton of brick right so you know hold it do what you need to do with it then put it down and, and let it go because right if you keep carrying it around it'll become heavier and heavier and heavier uh-huh. and ends um, up
0: on your ass and your hips and your yeah. stomach and your arms and your boobs and and that's what it has for me it's my my little padding my little you know safety body thing sleep. so so this is me just releasing it all and being aware of it and certainly um doing this like i said before doing the podcast and talking about guilt and um and writing everything down has made me realize how much i've actually been carrying around with yeah. me so um So
1: what could we give as advice from our point of view then we could say that to be I aware of it, I think. To be awareness of it and to use it rather than, than just sort of keep having it there and then right. put it down. put it So to so be aware of it, use it, and then put it down. Right. Put it down, put it away, get rid of it. That's what, you know, those, when that's it's like, unjustified. You,
0: you know, yeah. if you're, um, you know, stealing money from someone or, or uh, you know, running around, you know, behind your wife, your husband's back or whatever, your partner's back. I mean that's your business but if you're feeling guilty about it you know but that's
1: still the same thing it's because that awareness then the middle thing would be to do something about right it. because to do something about it be either stop doing it or leave or make the decision that you don't yeah you want yeah. don't, you don't Should want to not be get anymore. off the pot yeah so actually it's still the same three right process isn't it right so, you know it, and that goes back to the fact that we then said there's a, there's a nub, there's a reason why this guilt has come out. The, the guilt is just the end result of something. Right. So I think that's the that's where the awareness and the lesson thing comes. Okay, so right what are the three the things again?
0: Because I'm going to have to... So
1: the, the three things were awareness, to be aware... Be aware that you're of, feeling guilty. That you're feeling of it. Right. To then take the lesson from it. So what's it telling you? Right. So what's the nub of the problem and what's the lesson? Then basically do, you can do something about it with that lesson. Right. And the third thing is to put it down. Put that glass of water down. Put it down. Let it go. Right. Keep carrying it around; it's just going to get heavier and heavier and heavier.
0: So acknowledge so it, and things. then and deal with it as, as best you oh, can. It. And you know, and, yeah. and then it'll keep coming up, I'm sure. But it, eventually, yeah, it'll. It like any learned, you will learn to just put it aside. Let it go. And and then think why, like you said, for me, um, anxiety. You know, yeah. and I never thought that. I always thought I was not an anxious person, but I think now I'm becoming more aware of the fact that I am, I internalize a lot. On the surface, I may not seem like Well, it. the
1: symptoms of what you're, yeah, of all the things you're sort of, then, right. you know, externally showing is if you then dig down, it's it's from that. Right, it? It's the right, anxiety of all these things.
0: Yeah. So, okay, so in um, saying all that, um apparently I'm going to have more goals than you because I'm like, you know. The guilty one. You're on it. (laughs) Right? I am. I've been on this guilt trip for five decades. Good grief. Um, So what are your goals? And they don't have to be, you know, around guilt. But what what are your goals or goal for um, the coming week?
1: My goal, and I wrote this down, um, is to be a bit more specific about what it is that I'm going to do. Because I think for me at the moment, because I'm having to refocus and kickstart this get you know moving away and the guilt of feeling of not eating well is I need a very clear destination (laughs) so my goal is I'm going to lose two pounds before the next next time now shall we explain that we're going to be recording right. today yes because yeah. that might be a bit of a challenge <laughs> okay sarah so ready set
0: you've got about 10 minutes <laughs> two pounds and gone <laughs>
1: um so we nice big poo uh, could probably sort that out oh, wait, oh. <laughs> sorry that's quite done, um yeah, so we're going to be recording two today because Laboni is away again next week with work. Still working so on the work- Mexican cookbook. Still working on the bloody Mexican book. Um, everyone's going to be so invested in this book. I know, <laughs> so right? <if> we, <laughs> we should be getting commission. I'll <laughs> be where on earth did you get oh. this book from. Anyway, so two pounds before our next recording, which isn't today. So right. It'll be actually two weeks' time. So the reason I've done that is a pound a week. That's good. Um, totally you doable. You something with me the other day that said, you know, what the actual calorie deficit and the actual movement and everything you need to do to lose a pound is actually quite a lot. Right. So I think a realistic amount is I want to lose two pounds before the next year right. we, uh, we get together.
0: Yes, definitely a pound a week is more. Sounds more doable than a kilo a week, which is two point two pounds. Which I mean, people can do if they go into a major calorie yeah, deficit. Yeah, yeah. And the more yeah. you have to lose, the faster you lose it too. That's you know another thing. Yeah. But um, my goal, oh gosh, I hadn't, well is the whole guilt thing. But I'm just if I feel it, be aware of it, address it, let it go. That's what I'm uh-huh. going to do. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to just you know continue on working out because yeah. I'm now at the stage where I'm like it. I wanted to oh. slap my husband early in the in the piece when, because he, he's, uh, we're demolishing our spare room bathroom and we are, when I say that, he is, that's the royal week But he'll do that and work like a, just a madman all day and then still go and work out in the evening. And I think he probably burnt like a 9,000 calories yeah. carrying the bathtub out, blah, blah, you know, all that. Um, but he just, he said he loves it. Loves, he loves working out. And when yeah. he first said that to me, honestly, I wanted to slap him. <laughs> but now I'm at the stage where if I don't do it, I was going to say I feel guilty about it, but I don't. If I don't do it, I just don't feel right. I like, to, yeah. it just, I like how it makes me feel. So. Well,
1: I can understand that because we went to the gym last Saturday before we then went out for the day. So we sort of got up at a decent time, went there early, Spent an hour there, came home, showered, and then went out for the day. Um, All day one, were you thinking
0: like, about, oh, I've been to the gym, I feel really well, good.
1: It's amazing because the yeah. two things. Number one, how much you can fit in your day. Because you're like, well, I've done – you feel like you've actually achieved something. Right. Before your day's even really started. Uh-huh. That was good. You do feel good. Your body feels like it's been moving more. You feel better than yourself. Um, so, yeah, it definitely made – a difference. I mean the day after we were creaking like you wouldn't believe. We like, oh <laughs> but that's a good feeling though. <laughs> it is a yeah. good feeling. It is a good yep. feeling, but yeah, very creepy. So I would say that um so that's as well as my losing my two pounds, I'm definitely obviously gonna be keeping doing that because I'm enjoying going and going to the gym that I've joined.
0: Well I'm back in a uh, you know photo shoot um all week. So mine is to maybe just get up a smidge earlier. Uh Um, so I can do, you know, just to keep at my, my exercise because by the time I get home, like I said, I'm just, I'm too tired. Plus, you know, Lawrence is in there pounding away, you know, (laughs) stinking up the, the workout room. So yeah. yeah. But anyway, no. So, um, Let's chat about, because something, when Sarah and I started this podcast, we wanted to also add um, some things in about, well, we like to talk about what we're cooking. Well, I like to talk about that. Um, so I'll just quickly tell you what, do you want me to quickly tell you what I'm so making? then, tell me. So um, orange poppy seed waffles, buttermilk oh waffles. God. Yeah, yum, eh? With, yeah. With, um, because blood oranges are in season here right now. Um, okay. I mean uh for those that that haven't listened to previous podcasts better go and listen to them but um <laughs> i am in i live in indiana in uh, the midwest in the us and yeah blood oranges are in season so i'm going to do um an orange poppy seed buttermilk waffle with um an orange salad so i've got blood oranges and mm. regular oranges and at the moment they all look the same so it's like a surprise when you cut into one um so there's that and oh a mediterranean chickpea salad
1: oh that does sound yeah nice.
0: i thought that's good you know coming into spring it's going to be spring this month yeah um just you know like a chopped salad thing that we'll keep for a couple of days nice. um so i'm going to do that and what was the other thing it was a chicken dish oh i know um It's chicken in – so you pan fry it and then it's done in like a creamy jalapeno sauce because I love jalapenos, yeah. And then you can just serve it up with some rice and, you know, some greens. So Uh um, there are a few things that I am going to be making in lots of Mexican food again. (laughs) I bring some leftovers home. (laughs) Yeah, it it, it is really good, I have to say.
1: Is it? Yeah, yeah. It's all right. I made um, my son had um, friends to stay at the weekend and they were here for 20, well, over 24 hours. But anyway, they're here for a full day. And I thought, oh my God, what am I going to feed these whacking great teenagers with for the right. whole 24 hours? But anyway, one of the meals I made them was a, um, a chili con carne because it was easy and it spread around. But I really didn't fancy having beef mint. I just thought didn't want it. So I made myself a cauliflower chili. Oh my oh, god. Oh you did? So delicious. Oh really? Yeah, cuz I said um in our last recording that I wanted to have cauliflower. i right. really into it at the moment. Um so I made a cauliflower chili. So that's something that I've been making. Um and it was really really and delicious. Did the boys and it like mess- it? They didn't have that. They had Oh, yeah, oh okay. They had the beef. Yeah. They were would- uh, <laughs> Could okay. you imagine? They were like, right. I was thinking that, that was
0: very brave of you.
1: No, what I did was make a big portion and then I put it in the fridge and I had it for lunches and things over the next day. It's usually better too
0: the next day, those type of things. Really,
1: really, really nice. So that's that's what I've been making. Oh, good for you. But anyway, we're also going to
0: talk about things that we're just, you know, into at the moment. And I thought of this when I was putting my shoes on this morning because I um, I have these shoes, they're called Kizik. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Oh, they're so comfortable. After my knee surgery, I got rid of all my shoes because after having both knees replaced um, because, you know, you walked a certain way and I didn't want to screw anything up and I got shoes as, like, like as flat as possible because a lot of Uh joggers and things like that, they tilt you forward and having bad knees, I could feel that. You know, this is before my surgery. So I got rid of all my shoes. I know that sounds extreme, but that's what I did. Mm -hmm. And got minimalist shoes and shoes that um, don't tilt me one way or the other. Mm -hmm. Um, And these Kizik ones I got because even though they've got laces in them, so you do the laces up and that's it. You never have to do them up again unless they come undone. Uh. You just slip your foot into them. Oh, my God, they're so comfortable. They're really what do they comfy. Look like? What like a deck shoe or something? Okay, let me take one off and show you. Um, <laughs> this is gonna help. So they have listener. different. <laughs> they have different ones. They have you know leather ones and stuff. Can you see?
1: Oh, it's sort awesome, like it's, a tree.
0: So it's a bit like a um, like a skateboard shoe in yeah. the fact that it's, you know flat
1: oh lavady that's so funny when you were describing it i had you in like these old ladies oh right no and, see, <laughs> and then you pick them up and i'm like oh no they're no they're cool. cool well
0: i have them in these are navy because when i i got dressed in the dark this morning and realized i actually um had grabbed a navy turtleneck that's another thing too um a clothing brand that i love so these shoes are kizik and it, they just slip your foot into them they're awesome for travel because in the states you always have to take your shoes off before you get on the yeah, plane. On the plane. Um, and you know, and then you have to go over and try and you know do your laces up, whatever, blah blah. Mm-hmm. But these, you just yeah, slip your foot in and out. And so I have them now in three colours: navy, black, and um, a, like a beige sort of colour. And they they are so comfortable. They're really comfy. Oh, like, um, and then another thing I love is this. Um, It's a brand called Elos or Elos, and they have sizes from, you know, like six up to I think it's like 34 or something. Um, Right. And they have these sweaters. They call them the Audrey Hepburn sweater. So um, so it's a turtleneck, but it's not one that's like, eh, you know, and you just have to tug at it all the time. Uh Yeah, Yeah, it's loose. I know we're coming out of turtleneck um, weather. But I just, I really like it. And the sleeves, I've got the sleeves rolled up. But um, the sleeves are sort of a little blouse on, blouse and uh-huh. thing around the wrist. Yeah, so um, it's just a really nice, I think, mostly. Um, I quite like their their clothing. Yeah. What about you? Have you got some favourites?
1: Yeah, well, I've bought this week, is a treat. I haven't unwrapped it yet because it's only just arrived. But a, a cardigan from a, um, a business called Jumper 1234. And they have really beautiful sort of like investment piece cardigans, um, cashmere. And the one that I've bought is leopard print Ooh. with a, um, a kind of a, a rainbow edging right around the neck and down the sort of the front with the button piece to it and the cuff. Right. Um, I'm quite excited to give is that this Sarah they
0: leaving beige behind? <laughs> Sarah... Why did I ever buy beige to start with? <laughs> I almost bought a cardigan the other day. Well, I looked at it. It could still be in my card, actually. Sorry to interrupt. And it was beige. But I thought... Did you stop? I, th- well, no. I th- was thinking of, like, Sarah and the beige. But I thought it yeah. looked really good with black. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, that
1: sounds like a fun piece. So that's really nice. And um, completely different, not clothing. What else I've bought this week is I've bought, to help with my cleaning out and purging within the kitchen some bamboo dividers for my kitchen drawers um and so then i then i've put them all in and i've got rid of all of the plastic containers that i just don't need and have that bottom drawer that i'm now talking about has been a disaster zone for quite some time it's now sort of just all sorted and beautiful and i keep opening it like and you just like, described right, just standing there looking having an at it again. aha moment oh. Like, oh that looks so, so good so I bought some bamboo, bamboo divider, drawer dividers for my kitchen. Right. And I also did you get those on Amazon? Product. I did. Yeah, I got mine on Amazon. Yeah. And I also bought a Dymo label maker. I'm doing that clicking thing with my finger. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. You turn it and click it. Right.
0: It. Oh God, right. are you labelling everything?
1: I had a whale of a time. No, mainly I've labelled my flower, so right. I know which is my plane and which is my. Self-raising, right? And all of that, stuff.
0: right? That's good. But I would
1: label it, if it stays still. I will label it everything because I'm just
0: really enjoying my. And you feel so organized too, for yeah. um for Thanks. these uh things that Sarah and I have talked about. I'll put um the links into yeah. um the the podcast description. I don't know. We might even I might even um share them too on my on um like oh, yeah, Facebook okay. and something like that, or in my stories as well. Yeah. Because, um, you know, and and like like we're not – we don't get paid to do that, to, you know, share these. it's just things that we like. It's just things that we we like and um, I have uh, like – I've got like a long skinny sort of foot but over time – I've developed a bunion on my left foot, so it poses problems. These shoes are awesome oh. for that. Here I go on about the shoes again. So you know, and a lot your of people. My love affair with your shoes. My love affair <laughs> with my shoes, but a lot of people have told me that they also have a bunion, just on one foot. So anyway, I know that there's bunion. people out there that do. Yeah, you don't have one. No guilt, just, no, no bunions.
1: No, I'm just maybe the two are
0: related. No. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Oh, so next week, what are we talking about? We're doing cheap eats next week. I'm pretty excited yeah. about yeah
1: having this one. Talking about um all sorts of things with choices about food and how to eat options. healthy
0: on a budget. Yeah. I want to share a couple of stories on that too about just you know misconceptions of eating okay. healthy on a budget. So that's for um, going to be in our next episode, episode eleven. We're up to now, um, and yeah. also something i think this is a fun thing so um i don't think i've mentioned this yet but i'm actually going over to the the uk in april you are. and uh sarah and i are going to do a cooking video together so we'll share that yeah. with you too that'll be that'll be fun but uh thanks for listening everybody if you've tuned in to episode 10 guilt trip um yeah. so it please
1: had some good tips out of those i think I, yeah concerned. i
0: think so oh and had to listen to to me, you know, spill listen. myself. Oh, yeah, about guilt. Oh. You know what I oh, mean? I now I'm going to feel like... guilty about about, <laughs> about talking about <laughs> talking so much about my guilt. But anyway, yeah, yeah. join us next week for our, our cheap eats. Like I said, it's going to be uh, eating well on a budget. Also, ways of exercising too that are free, oh, yeah. or that you know, inexpensive. Anyway, um, but until then thanks for listening and from Sarah and I, um, you if you haven't subscribed yet, uh, go and subscribe, uh, to the waiting room podcast. Also follow us on Instagram and, yeah. um, Facebook, which maybe just Instagram. Cause I'm not sure. I think I'm going to roll my, my Facebook and waiting room on Facebook. My um, fresh hunger, I mean, and the waiting room okay. into one cause it's just messed everything up. But anyway, thanks for listening, and we will uh, catch you again next week. Bye now.
1: Bye.